Welcome to Geek Speak Sidekick, your companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, the vivacious geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm your co-host, the effervescent, Brendan Lowe. Not schweppervescent? No. You're not all f- bubbly and fizzy? I'm bubbly, but, you know, they're not sponsoring us, so I'm not going to mention them. They can get fucked. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, little fella? <laughs> well, um, I, I was doing well, but now I'm slightly insulted. <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing rather well. Haven't seen you in about a week it's since been, uh, uh, since ha- before Halloween. It has been a little while. Yes, Halloween was last Thursday. Did you do anything special? No, no. I think we basically just I uh, came home from uni and got into your underwear as per usual. Well, th- there's no even underwear at home. It's just naked. <laughs> so it's your full Halloween costume. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, no, we just you know watched some TV shows, had dinner, went to bed. You know, I've got to be up at early for work the next day. Yeah, I do understand. Did you, did you end up watching your movie? We did. Um, turned all the lights off in the house, lit a couple of candles, <laughs> and we watched a movie. I, I didn't know Hansel and Gretel was that kind of movie. <laughs> well, it's not, no, but just I just thought I'd set the mood a little bit because, like I said, the wife doesn't... Uh, doesn't do scary movies all that well, so that's yeah. kind of, you know, not that Hansel and Gretel's scary, but to her, that's that's sort of the, the peak of where we can go, I think. Well, we spoke about scary movies in our last issue. We our did. spooky spectacular. Yes. Uh, have you given any more thought to seeing some of the films that I recommended? Ones mm. like Insidious or... No. No? No. No? No, actually, I did see a thing on, was it the Supernova page yesterday for Insidious 2? Yeah, 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 that one's coming out soon. With Rose Byrne, funnily enough. Rose Byrne. But uh, no, yeah, there is an Insidious 2 coming out from James Wan. I'm pretty sure it's actually been out in the States for a while. Okay, well, that's Um, all right, because we get Thor 2 before then. I didn't know this. Yeah, we man, got it October the, 31. Most of the Marvel films you'll find, and I don't know why it is, we get them at least a week to f- two weeks before America. We got the Avengers about two weeks before the States. Because is it Thor 2 comes out this week in America? Is it November, November 8? November 8, yeah. So yeah, this week. Yeah. Um, speaking of Marvel movies, mm-hmm. we didn't get a chance to talk about it last issue. No, because we had so much other stuff to talk about. The it's about first two and a half trailer. Old now, yeah, for Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Oh, what did you think? Speaking of sidekicks, hey, yes, yeah. well, that's the thing. They don't really address that in the trailer. No, either. well, it is only the first trailer. The thing I was disappointed with was they were doing a teaser trailer the day before. See, that's they, the thing. They're it, not. I okay. I just need to put this out there. I'm not a fan of that. These movie companies now, and Wolverine that came out early this year, they really started it, and they did it several times and. Fuck it, shit me. That's not a teaser trailer. That's just a tease of the trailer. Yeah, it's a teaser trailer. Like it's a trailer for the trailer. Second, yeah, which I just I, think is fucking retarded. I can't understand that. It's like, I remember watching it. It was about 15 seconds long, and it said, Tomorrow, the, the, the full trailer. I'm like... Do you really need to put up a trailer, trailer for a trailer? trailer. No, it's you don't. It's fucking ridiculous. Back on about the actual trailer, though. Yes. Loved it. Got to see Falcon in flight. Yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier snatching the shield out of the air. Which was just... Uh, the, the part. Speaking of the shield, the part I loved was in the um, lift. After oh, he just where he kicks the, the shit out of Australian actor Callan Mulvey. Which, by the way, um, is a throw... Well, I mean, no, it's happened in several things, but, um, you know, being the James Bond fan, I was like, yeah. well, that's just out of Quantum of Solace. Oh, but, it's, out, it's out of everything. <laughs> yeah, but uh, when, he, when he steps on the shield and catches it, like oh. that shot looking down, that was amazing. The, I loved it. One, I, 
I need to watch it again because I can't remember seeing Crossbones, but he is apparently in there. Maybe he didn't have his face mask I on I don't think something. he does, no. It's just the actor playing him, so he kind of went by me. But, oh, I'm so excited for that movie, partly to see a sidekick kick ass. Yeah. Because I don't think we really need to give a spoiler warning for this because it's the story well, is years story, old as yeah. to who Winter Soldier is, but it's Bucky. It is. Who apparently died back in World War Two? But did he? Ooh. Well, he in we're going to give it away. He's like he's pretty much he's a Russian agent or something, isn't he? I think so. He's evil. He's the yeah. villain. Yeah, he is the Winter Soldier. Now I have to ask because I just my research has left my head at the moment. The actor that's playing Bucky. In The Winter Soldier. Yeah. Is it the same guy from number one? Sebastian Stan, yes. It is the same guy? Yep, same okay, because I couldn't remember, because I know he was the Mad Hatter in... Was it, he, was the, he was the Mad Hatter in Once Upon a Time. Oh, was he? And it? I couldn't remember if they Good had to recast it. him in Once Upon a Time, or if they had to recast him in Winter Soldier. No, no. It was I'm, Once Upon a Time, I'm yeah, pretty sure we, they recast Sebastian him. Sebastian Stan is still Bucky. Yes. But uh, one other trailer that came out last week that you put up on the Facebook page that yeah. I'm very excited about. Ooh, is it the animated one? No. No? X-Men Days of Future oh, Past. Oh, yeah, because I was thinking about the Justice League War trailer, but yeah. X-Men. Oh, there was that too. Yeah, big week for trailers yeah. last week. Well, while you're on the topic of Justice League War, I am so disappointed. Why? No Aquaman. Yeah, but do you know why? Because they put Shazam in it. Yeah, well, the reason why they've done it, I read an article last week, mm. the reason why they've taken Aquaman out of this is I think next year they're actually looking at doing an Aquaman which film. apparently may be based on the Trench or Throne of Atlantis, which it's looking more to be Throne of Atlantis because that can at least bring in the rest of the Justice League. Yeah. Because this is where his brother in the New 52, Ocean Master, mm-hmm. King Orm, Orm? King Orm. Uh, attacks land. Yes. And so it's this whole, you know, who is the true king of Atlantis, and, you know, he's trying to defend his brother and the Justice League, uh, you know, up in arms about it all. So I'm, yeah. I'm leaning more towards that. But I was watching this trailer going, where the fuck is Aquaman? Yeah, but that's why they did because it. Because he was the one in that story that the comic is ba- um, that it's the comic it's based off. Yeah. He was the one who was trying to lead... The Justice League. He was. He the- was very egotistical. He's like, no, you guys don't know what you're doing. I'm in charge. But the other thing you have to remember, too, is that those Justice League runs, what was the thing that we talked about the most? Shazam. Was the Shazam backup story. Yep. So I'm, I'm quite excited, because if they're going to use that backup story as sort of the inspiration for bringing him in... Yeah. I can't see a problem with I, it. I, I, I don't know. I'm still just disappointed. I'm loving Aquaman. And so but when you wanted to see him in his own movie. Yeah, but when? Who knows? Mm. But back to the uh, X-Men Days of Future Past. Yes. Oh, my God. Looks pretty oh. cool. I was one, uh, disappointed about one thing, though. What's that? There was not a single Sentinel in that trailer. Okay, well, it's only the first trailer. Two and a half minute trailer, though. True. Pe- Peter Dinklage appears He's only in a very, very... Sp- doesn't speak. It's just a shot of him. I was about uh, to say, a very small role. Oh. <laughs> well, no, he's got a very big role. Yeah, he's, just a uh, very, very trust, small part of that the trailer. The adventure of the Sentinels. But, yeah, in the trailer, he's just basically sitting at a table in front of a heap of people, and they don't really say anything. That was the thing I was disappointed with the trailer. They're trying to go on about oh, sending Wolverine back in time mm-hmm. and... Uh, you know, to change this dark future and everything. Yep. But they don't really show the dark future apart from the X-Men walking around some shadowy areas. I'm like, I want to see destruction. I want to see carnage. 
I want to see mutant killing robots and them running away from them. So you're like, shit, they need to change this. Am I right in remembering that Cyclops isn't in this movie? Oh, I don't know because I swear I've seen James Marsden listed on IMDb. Okay. But uh, Iceman's all bearded up. Yes. But uh, it's... Rogue's back. Rogue. I was always a fan of Anna Paquin as Rogue. Yeah. Uh, I'm just... I was willing to take the risk of letting her touch me. Let's put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really looking forward to this film. I'm just disappointed with no Sentinels. Especially considering they've had the... What do you call it? The viral website and everything. The (laughs) Trask Industries one. We've seen shots of the Sentinels. Was it that hard to just put in a one-second shot of a sentinel's face lighting up with something? So you're like, ooh. Oh, we'll get to it, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, moving Speaking away from getting, trailers. getting somewhere. Hey, where are we going? Segue. Where are we going in a couple of days? couple of days. <laughs> a couple of days. Supernova. In our hometown. Brisbane. Which Supernova. is good. Ah, it's it's really ramping up, isn't it? Yeah, it's come along really quickly. I mean, it doesn't feel like that long ago no. that we were we were getting excited about Sydney. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that long ago we we're actually in Sydney. No. So, look, they've had a few cancellations. The big one was Peter Dinklage. He's out. Yeah. And they replaced him with Lena Hetty, who we also know from the fucking amazing film Dread. Yes. Uh, Sarah Terminator, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's coming. And it was just announced the other day as well, uh, Michelle Fairley, who more famously is known as Caitlin Stark, Ned's wife in Game of Thrones. This is sort of becoming less, a Game of Thrones-a-thon. Less known, Hermione's mum in uh, Harry oh, Potter wow. and the Deathly Hallows. Jeez, that's a very small, yeah. small role. Yeah. But uh, no, she's been announced. So when you think of it, you've got Michelle Fairley, mm-hmm. George Double R. Martin, mm-hmm. uh, Lena Headey, Mark Addy, Mark Addy, who was the uh, King Baratheon, and Jerome Flynn, who plays uh, Bronn. Yeah. Which that is the big shame about Dinklage not coming is not being able to able to see Tyrion and Bronn on stage together. Okay. So it. Between that and all the Stargate alums... I was just about to say, well, the Stargate one is sort of more for um, Oz Comic Con next year. There's still a few sort of... Stargates coming here, but yeah, this is a very Game of Thrones heavy... If you were promoting a pop culture convention, you know, this year or any time in the last 18 months, it's a very smart decision. Oh, yeah. It's... Uh, and apparently Michelle Fairley isn't just coming for Brisbane. She's here for the entirety the of November. So she's also going to be at the Sydney Opera House... And the Melbourne Wheeler Centre in conversation events with George Double R. Martin. And then she's off down to Adelaide Supernova as well. Awesome. So she's here for the whole tour. Awesome. So, yeah, disappointing. A few have dropped out, but they've still got a lot of big names coming in. I've mentioned it before. The one I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Gary Chalk. Yeah, well, yeah. Optimus yeah. Primal. Yeah. I, I've, having met Beast Wars Megatron, Mr. David Kay at mm-hmm. BotCon. You know, I need him, I need Gary Chalk to complete the pair. <laughs> you got the full set. <laughs> I have to admit, there's not really any guests this time around that I'm super excited about. Like, I know Sydney was like Alan Tudyk, like oh, that's going to be awesome. That was amazing. Um, yeah, there's not, I have to admit, I do, I do kind of like, not that I'm a Game of Thrones fan, but I do like Mark Addy. I've always liked Mark Addy. Full I'd Monty. Like to, well, not just that, I really enjoyed him in A Knight's Tale. I thought he was great in A Knight's Tale. Oh, yeah. He was in that with Alan Tudyk. Yeah, exactly. But 
get the full set. <laughs> um, but I... Oh. Yeah, no, no, no. Because no, you just... No, I, I just... Yep, I'm not going there. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. This is awkward. <laughs> yeah, no. You weren't talking about Port Bettany either, were you there? No. No. Because my mind went to the same place yeah. as well. <laughs> no, actually, Mark Addy, I, I'd really actually like to sit down and talk to him about playing Fred Flintstone. Oh, really? To be honest, yeah. Which is a real, really but John obscure... Goodman did such a good role. Yeah, but the, I really, I really... Fucking John Goodman. I know, but I really liked Mark Addy as Fred Flintstone. I mean, the accent wasn't that great, but just, I watched that movie with... Uh, the movie I'm talking about, too, is um, The Flintstones in Viva Las Vegas... Viva Rock Vegas, sorry, which was the prequel to the original Flintstones movie. Oh, was movie. he actually in that? He played Fred Flintstone. Oh, he actually did. I thought you said you want him to play no, Fred Flintstone. No, in in the year 2000, the prequel to the Flintstones movie came out, and it was the Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas, ah, and Mark Addy played Fred Flintstone. Gotcha. Um, funnily enough, a Baldwin brother <laughs> played Barney. We're not going to go there. But yeah, I, I only watched that movie recently again with my wife. I hadn't seen it for, I reckon, nearly 10 or 11 years. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't too bad. Like I actually enjoy it more than the first one. I don't know, the first one's still got a little... It's got a place in my heart. It was so oh, look, classic. I, the Happy Meal toys So did you time. have the Happy yeah. Meal toys? Yeah. The, little, uh, the garbage disposal one, the little bird. Oh, yeah. no, the pig and... Uh, I had them all. Yeah, so did I. But no, I just... I really enjoy that movie. And the other thing is, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the old... This is going way old school. Mm. Um, of the old show from the 50s, The Honeymoon, Honeymooners. Oh, with Jackie yeah, Gleason, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what The Flintstones is based on. And watching... Viva Rock Vegas the other week older having watched all of the Honeymooners so much of what Mark Addy did was Jackie Gleason oh, really? and I, I'd love to just say like did you actually sit down and study Jackie Gleason and the Honeymooners to get to Fred Flintstone mm. because I don't know I'd, just, I'd like it, to ask him those questions and it's good asking them those random questions we've had a few of them like say like with Tudyk well Tudyk was surprised when I said uh, we didn't mention Firefly I, I, yeah, I don't think I mentioned it at all. I was talking about the movie with Sandra Bullock, uh, Transformers 3. I mentioned Death at a Funeral. Death at a Funeral, and um, as Oliver Queen in Young Justice. Yes. Who, and Oliver Queen also in Injustice. Yes. And he was, when I mentioned Young Justice, he had that look of surprise. Oh, man. When I said mention Death at a Funeral, same thing. And some of them have said it when we've interviewed them that. You know, it's always amaze. It always amazes them when they go along, and there's the big thing they're known for. Yep. But when someone will come up with a random shot from a show they're in, or say, you know, I loved you. I think Adam Baldwin said it. I loved you in this episode of the X Files or something. You know. <laughs> yeah. And he, he doesn't he even know one, what they're talking about. He's like, I did an X Files episode. <laughs> yeah. But that's what they loved them in, and mm. so yeah, you know, go up to Mark Addy and say, man, I loved you in Viva Rock Vegas. Yeah. I, I want to get that on camera just to see. I his yeah, I think I'll be the only one on the day, but while we're talking conventions and everything, oh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What's your favourite convention experience? Doesn't have to be with Geekspeak. That I've been... Your, okay. Is your favourite convention experience? Well, I've only had a few. Like, I've had Supernova since it started. Mm-hmm. I do like the way Supernova has come along since it started, because I'd go for comics. Yep. Uh, looking for trade paperbacks, and you'd go to some of these stalls, and they had three walls full of manga and anime. Yes. But your Marvel, DC, Image, all those sort of releases in trade paperback format 
were in two short boxes. Yeah, I I only went to Supernova for the first time in 2010, and I did walk out of there disappointed because I thought that was a manga convention. Yeah, and well, and that was 2010. I'm talking about when it started. So yeah. let's see, I would have been about was I about 19? So we're talking when did it start? 2004, I think so, and or 2005. It was even worse then. You know, you've got Supernova in one building, pretty much. Yep. Full of manga and anime. And then you had an entire other building of just manga and anime. Wow. So, it it has definitely got better over the years. The only other two conventions I've been to, really, are PAX. Which (laughs) which we know about. Which we've spoken about. Yeah. And so, if you want to hear my thoughts on PAX, just go back and listen to the Giant Size size Geek Speak sidekick we did. Uh, but no, my favourite ever is BotCon. BotCon? Uh, where was that? That was Pasadena. Oh, okay. So, it was so Los overseas. Angeles. Yeah. So Did you I, go over especially for it? No, kind of. Uh, my best friend, <laughs> it was a happy accident. Well, my best friend had moved over there and I'd been wanting to go over and see it, but I also wanted other things to do. And my big three for conventions are San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. PAX, yep. and BotCon. So you've I've done BotCon. I wouldn't go to PAX in the States so, like to the States solely for it. Yep. So I was glad when now they came over here. here. Yep. San Diego, my thoughts have changed about it, but it was always one that I would go over just for it and come back. Mm-hmm. So no, I spent a few weeks in uh, Illinois. Yep. And then on the way back, went to LA, did the few days at BotCon, and it was... A t- that's a Transformers uh, convention for amazing. the people who don't for, know. For the people who don't know what BotCon is, it is th- there are tons of Transformers conventions, but this is the big official one that yep. Hasbro have a lot of input and everything. And I, I, I just, oh my god! I see. I can't even express how amazing it was. I spent a lot of my time in the Artist Alley. Uh, the year after I was actually there, the artist alley was tiny, but the year I was there, there were so many IDW artists and writers. I have pages upon pages of sketches that they all did for my favorite Transformer ever, Sludge. Cool. Uh, I just hate... And th- some of these guys were willing to do them for free. I'm like, fuck that. Here. He's like, no, no, you don't have to pay. I'm like, just thrusting $10 in their hand. Go buy yourself some lunch. Get away from here. Yeah. Because... They would have their signing times, but I would also go at other times because they're meant to be doing signatures, and yet some people would go up and ask for a sketch that would take half an hour to do, and when they're only there for an hour... Yeah. So I'd go up at random times and say, yeah, yeah, I'll do this. Being there, being around so many people that have that shared common interest, my one true love of my geek world, Transformers, Mm -hmm. that was the highlight of my convention mm-hmm. life. They, mm-hmm. it, it was run so well. I got to meet Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime. Wow. And he even did Optimus Prime's voice in an Australian accent for me. So <laughs> oh, That's awesome. I was just, yeah, I was blown away. But what about you? What's your highlight? What's your convention experience well, to end all experiences? I haven't gone to that many. Like I went to Supernova in Brisbane in 2010. Yep, and then I went again in 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, these are the ones because this is when it used to be on twice in Brisbane. So these were the ones at the start of the yeah, year. Yeah, because they do it in this what like April the Gold, and November. It was April and November. This was before the Gold Coast started started getting the the April convention. So I went in 2010. 
bought a heap of uh, knickknacks and collectibles and things. As you w- know. wasn't thrilled with it. Mm. Went again in April 2011. Same sort of thing. Yeah, I wasn't going to go to the November one in 2011. However, about a week and a half before it was on, I got a message one Saturday night from Todd, mm. of all people, saying, did you hear about the last minute guest announcement for Supernova? Oh, who was it? No. Because I don't know. And I jumped on and it was Val Kilmer. Oh, what? How did I miss that? So I had no plans of going. Wait, did you say this was April or November This one? was the November one in 2011. Yeah, that was a big turning point in my life. I can, yeah, I can you understand why. You I hadn't met me, though. Yeah, that was another big turning point. <laughs> it certainly was. No, I, I had you no plans of on. going. And, <laughs> and speaking of turning points, my I turned on a dime. I was like, yep, <laughs> I'm going. So I went along. I This is going to probably sound weird to people. I did not set foot into the main hall of that convention. Oh, did you just go to the photo booth I went area? there that morning because I had, I had a big weekend. I went there that morning, um, lined up to go in, mm. went straight to the signing hall, lined up for about an hour and a half, two hours to, to meet Val Kilmer. Went up. I, I took my 1995 Ultimate Batman. Yeah. The statue that comes with a bat signal base and everything. I took that nice. with me. I also bought a photo as well. Because one of my friends came with me as as well, just to sort of keep me company, um, and so I gave hold her the your money. hand. Yeah, I, hold, I had, hold you steady as you're shaking. <laughs> I had the Batman statue. She had the photo because I paid for her to you know. To yeah, because you can only get the one thing signed. Yeah, yeah, so she she had that um, with her, and she, but she got it signed in my name. Um, I got to talk to Val Kilmer for about five or six minutes. He was actually mm. he spent a bit of time with me. Um, I wore <laughs> a shirt that actually used to belong to Todd. When he was maybe, I think, 13 or 14. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, and this is funny. It was, a shirt, still us. it was a shirt that he lent, that he gave, sorry, to my little brother. When my little brother was around 10 or 11, it's of Val Kilmer in the, the sonar suit from Batman Forever. Oh, and then, of course, my I brother. that suit. My brother. That's out, the silver one at the yeah. end of Batman Forever. That suit just. Back when that came out, that movie, oh, the, yeah. I had all the trading cards. That so silver did I. suit was just awesome. I Loved had all it. the toys. Um, yeah, he gave it to Ashley, and then Ashley outgrew it. So then I was like, fuck it. So, so I, <laughs> knowing that Val was coming, Mine. knowing that Val was coming, I went up and took it, and I wore it along to the to the convention and everything. I just thought it was great. It was the first, you know, everybody knows the Batman fan that I am. Yeah. It was the first and so far only time I've been able to meet a Batman. Yeah. And I know people pay out on Val Kilmer all the time, and I've said this before. I will fucking fight you to the death I about Batman Forever. I will fucking fight you for Batman Forever and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah. He's a brilliant actor. It's just a shame that he kind of went off the... What, what would you call it? Off the grid. Like, you just didn't hear so from him It was a lot of so B-grade straight-to-DVD straight to films. But, and that's the thing, too. I expected and him plus to be... he's now the size of my car. Well, no, that's the thing. I expected him to be mega, mega fat. Oh, really? He wasn't that bad when I got to meet him. Uh. And the other thing, I was honestly was expecting him to be arrogant. He was lovely. Mm. And I got to say to him what I'd always wanted to say to him as I was like... I want your man babies. I was like, dude, it fucking shits me to tears that over the context of time, people have taken Batman Forever and Batman and Robin and mashed them into one god-awful neon-soaked movie. I said, yes. What the hell? Batman, like Batman and, Robin. and Robin is nothing to do with Kilmer and Batman Forever, I think because they're both Schumacher. Yeah, but the and they both one, came out very quickly. 
It, it, was, it, had every, it had fucking Jim Carrey as See, the, the Riddler. See, the reason why I think Batman and Robin sucked, and this is not going to help my argument with Batman Forever, you. though, is they literally remade Batman Forever yeah. and just traded out the villains, but they did it very... They forgot to take into account the things that still made Batman Forever, in my opinion, good. Like, y- yes, they were both... You know, there was a lot of neon and things in Batman Forever, but it was a much darker film oh, than yeah. Batman and Robin. They They took the the camp that didn't really work so much in Batman Forever and blew that up instead of what did work, which was still sort of keeping it semi-dark but making it a bit lighter and stuff for kids and families. They completely went in the other direction. And and he agreed with me and he thanked me. He's like, yeah, like, thanks, man. He's like, I really appreciate that. He said, it's always bugged me. I said, man, I said, look, I was 11 when Batman Forever came out. I was totally the demographic you were aiming for. I loved that movie. I, ca- I can't count how many times I watched that movie as a kid. Oh, man. And I know I, I'm taking nostalgia out of it. It's probably not the best film, but with no. that film, it means so much to me. There's I that loved, sentimental value. Oh, yeah. I loved that movie. And getting to meet, as cool as it would have been to meet any Batman, I'm not going to lie, whether it, fuck, even if it had been Clooney, yeah. I still would have gone and got a Batman thing signed yeah. because he was a Batman. But for it to be Kilmer... Yeah, that was. It a... just meant so much to me, and he signed my ultimate Batman statue, and I just—it was great. So that real—that's your defining uh, super. I was about to say supernova, but that's your defining convention experience. That yeah. is like your highlight. The only thing that I reckon will equal or maybe top that one day is if there's a bond. Oh, if they get a bond. Well, on the topic of conventions and bond, you yeah. sizzled recently a little thing that yeah. you're heading down to Melbourne for. I don't think you mentioned no, what No, I it can was. actually confirm it now. Um, I'm going to go and check out the James Bond exhibition at the Melbourne oh, Museum. Because it's the 50th anniversary, isn't it? It was the 50th anniversary last year, but this uh, tour, this exhibition is for the 50th anniversary. Yep, it's only yep. getting to Australian shores now. It's only going to Melbourne. Um, this thing is just going to be... I'm just going to be... The Melbourne Museum is going to be soaked in Brendan jism. <laughs> I'm sorry, I cannot wait. I get to see prop the Aston Martin. Is, is this where they? Yeah, there. they have the cars like, there, the oh, costumes, mate. and yeah, I've always they have things like this for Batman movies, like the Nolan films. This a thing like this did the tour of America, and I was gutted it never came here. Yeah, but you know, for me, just as just as important, the Bond ones coming to Australia. It's only going to Melbourne. Guess what? Brendan's going to Melbourne. <laughs> There's no way I was missing this. Well, we're gonna uh, we're gonna save recording for when you do it because this is in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it's the week after Supernova. So going. we can actually we'll we'll let you talk about it. Yeah, it'll be like when you came back from PAX. Yeah, I'll be like, and then and then and then and then, and then, and then, and then, and then oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think the best thing about now is that. Conventions are becoming so much bigger here. You know, you've got Oz Comic Con that it uh, started yeah. off on a bad note, but it is getting bigger. Hell, and it's next touring year, more places next year. It's going to be in Sydney and Brisbane as well as Adelaide and Melbourne. I th- uh, do they do Perth as well? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. So that's, yeah, they did Perth this year. That's getting bigger. You've got Supernova. Uh, PAX is now becoming a regular Australian thing. Which it's on later next year, I saw too. Yeah, it's I, I something. posted something on the Facebook page about it. They've um, decided where it is, but for the life of me, I can't remember right now where it is. But they've changed venue because it's sold out so quickly yeah. that they... they. I said it in our giant size sidekick that... 
they had to keep adding stuff each day because they were like, we have a lot of people here. Yes. So next year they're going for a bigger venue. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that will allow for bigger panels. Yes. Because when you've got to wait two hours in line for a panel and get to the front of the queue and then they're like, oh, we've got too many people. It's like, one, you should have been keeping track. <laughs> but two, like, you know, even 3,000 people when they're in a, in a uh, big panel which could fit 10,000 people. 10,000 people would sit in on there, uh, especially Mike and Jerry's ones. Yeah. So that's coming up next year. Uh, you've got Oz Comic Con. One that just ran the other day, we've spoken about before because of fangasm. Yes. Com- uh, Stan Lee's Comic-Kazi. Comic-Kazi, yeah. Over in the States. See, that's one I'd love to get along to. I think that'd be great. And going back to, I was talking about how San Diego is always one of my big ones. Interesting, this news bit came out yeah. recently. New York... The most recent New York comic convention had more people attend than, uh, I was about to say Sydney, San Diego. Which technically makes it now the biggest convention, bigger yeah. than San Diego. I don't think they're ever going to top San Diego, because though. San Diego's it's got, the, got name. the name. It's got the history. But and I... The time of year that it's on San Diego is at the time of year when all your big movies are either about yeah. to come out or and they're so that's teasing where they for get what's the next stuff. year. Yeah. And this, we've spoken about with the other guys before, Todd and Wade, that you know I, I want to go to San Diego, but the stories I hear about it, like kind of like PAX, you know, waiting two, three hours just to get into a panel that you might not get into, yeah. it is really getting away from the comics. I want to do a proper comic convention. Yeah. Uh, Matt and Caitlin, uh, Matt Hoddy and Caitlin Major Space from Space Pirates. Pirates, they were telling me about SPX mm-hmm. that they recently got to attend in Canada. Yep. I think it was Canada. Yep. They said it was the size of Supernova, but completely Artist Ooh, Alley. Artist Alley, yeah. Like, a convention that size, but just Artist Alley. That's what I want to see. I want to see comics. Mm-hmm. And so we've spoken before about uh, doing the Anaheim one. Is it it's not a wizard one, is it? A wizard con? Is it wizard, wizard con? con? Uh, Emily and I are looking at going over to the States in 2015. Okay. She wants to go over for the Portland Brewers Fest. So, beer drinking. I want to try to get a convention around that time. Yep. There is one. I can't remember if it is in Portland or if it's Seattle. It's a wizard con. It's around, I think it might be a few weeks after we'd be there. Okay. But that's what I want to do. Yeah. I, I, w- I would love to do San Diego and just see for the, the movies, cues. the games, everything. Yeah. But I want to do a solely comic convention. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd be with you there. That'd yeah. be great. Let's go. Why not? You know what we can do? What? Put it in a Todd and Wade. Geekspeak yeah. 30th birthday present. <laughs> That's what we can do. <laughs> Send us overseas. <laughs> Mate, speaking of the psychics nearly being 30. Oh, it's coming up. I've, we've nearly run out of time in this issue, so I won't go into it. I'll sizzle it for next issue. Yeah. The other night, I got to relive... This may not be geeky. It might just be really sad. Mm. But I got to relive something from our teenage years. Yeah. Uh, and I, I went with uh, Grace, our honorary psychic, yep, who gets yep, mentioned yep. quite a lot. Just think 90s boy band. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. We did sizzle this a while back. I, I said, don't know if I said who I was going to no, see. No, but I said we, you will definitely be speaking about this when it happens. I don't want you to tell me anything about it right no, now. No, I'll say it. I want to be surprised. You will be. It's going to be a good reaction. Is it kind of like the end of um, This Is The End? <laughs> this Is The End. Yeah, it's similar to that, but different band. That's Ew. all I'm going to say. But look, one last thing I wanted to talk about before we go. Uh, last issue, we were talking about scary things. Yes. What scares the shit out of us? Yes. Now, I've had a few people ask us, are we doing Movember? 
Look, we spoke about what scares us. I'd I have can... to wait for puberty to oh. set in. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you now, if we did Movember, it would scare the shit out of you listeners. It is not something you want to see. And my wife. I don't think she'd no. look at me for a month. <laughs> I, I can tell you now. Well, I don't actually want to say what I look like when I grow a mustache because it's not really a type of thing that I want to say in public. But, you know, congratulations to the people who are doing Movember. Yeah, it is for talking about it the, is for a very good cause. They yeah. are raising money for men's health. We're talking about the people who are actually who are actually raising money. money yeah. because, oh, I don't know how many times I've seen people growing uh, mustaches at this time of year, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm doing Movember, and I say, oh, you know, how much money you raise? I'm like, I'm not raising money. That's not doing Movember, then, is it? No, that's fucking growing a mustache. That's if you using... are doing Movember, it is for charity. You are raising yeah, money. That's using Movember as an excuse to grow a mustache so people don't call you a ped. You can yeah. just say, "No, I'm doing it for Movember." No, you're not. No. So if you are doing Movember properly and you are raising the money for men's health, congratulations! I yes. will happily support and anyone. Sidekicks salute you. <laughs> but. Yeah, if you're just growing a mustache for shits and giggles and saying you're doing Movember... Fuck off. Fucking dying a chemical fire. And one last thing before we go speaking... I can't believe it's November already, Steve. Oh, We've nearly God. been doing this show for like seven, what, five, six months. Well, this is issue 18. It's crazy. This is, we're getting along. Anyway, it's coming... What else is getting along is Christmas. So from now on, listeners of this podcast, I want you to start commenting on our Facebook page. You know, attention it to the sidekicks. Yep. We want to cover Christmas movies in December. Kind of like we did with the Halloween ones. Yeah. We did the video, but we want to do... We want to do this on our show. We, we, we may very well. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be. I'd love to do a top five Christmas movies. That would be good. Uh, for the web series. But yeah, I want people's... And now, I need to stress this. I don't want the, the regular, you know, Die Hard, oh. Lethal Weapon... You know, yes, no, they're set at Christmas, but they're not Christmas movies. No, I want traditional Christmas movies. I'm talking National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, yeah, greatest Christmas like, movie of all time. Stuff like the Santa Claus, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, like the original Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Mm. You know, with Natalie Wood. I want stuff like that. Actual movies that deal with Christmas, not you know, not movies like fucking Die Hard with John McClane in a building that just happens to be at Christmas. No, the you know. The the proper Christmas movie. Traditional movies. Christmas So movies. start commenting, start posting. We want to hear them. We're going to compile them all and we're going to do we're some gonna really cool stuff. We're going to watch a couple and we're going to review them for yeah. you. Yeah. But uh, look, until next issue, that's all we have time for. So be sure to head along to youtube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia to check out all the videos. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter at GeekspeakAU. Send us an email, geekspeakau at gmail.com. And for anything and everything else, head along to facebook.com forward slash TV. I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm your co-host, Brendan Lowe. Geek out.